Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, thanks for downloading today's podcast. It's Friday, July the 22nd. Hope you're okay. We're going to start off with some pretty shocking news from Sittingbourne, where a 16-year-old boy has been arrested after a teenage girl was stabbed. She's also 16 and is in a serious condition in a London hospital after being found near Heister Road early yesterday morning. Well, police have told us the girl and boy are known to each other, but are very keen to hear from anyone who was in the area between 11 on Wednesday night and 3 yesterday morning. Kent Online's Lauren Abbott lives near to where police have been searching. Lauren, firstly, can you describe the area that officers are scouring? Yes, um, it's separated by a main road and to one side of the main road is a set of orchards and a farm and to the other side of the main road is a housing estate and a children's play area. And door-to-door inquiries were made last night, weren't they? They were. Um, police arrived here on the on the housing estate side um, about 9pm. There were two pairs um, of officers in suits going door-to-door um, and they were still out and about um, probably... 11. Can you give us some sort of idea as to the scale of the operation for anyone who doesn't know that particular area? I mean, how many police are there and kind of what's the sort of activity been? Yes, on our side, um, on the housing estate side of the road, we've seen um, probably 10 to 15 police officers this morning. They've been looking in the bushes, they've been going through the children's play area and across the playing fields. We've also seen um, one police dog and um, more recently a couple of um, men in forensic suits. The other side of the road which um, is blocked by a series of bushes and trees is where the orchards are Um, but I think that they're from what I understand six or seven police cars and a number of other police vehicles the other side. Although they were doing door-to-door inquiries you kind of heard activity throughout the night didn't you? Yes, um, we've heard um, some sort of generator um, on the go or certainly um, some sort of van running an engine permanently. Um, We have had, there's been police officers um, at each of the public footpaths around the orchard. So um, dog walkers and people sort of walking about last night could hear them speaking through the through the bushes. And um, there's been a sort of quite heavy police presence here through the night. Obviously, it's always a bit disconcerting when something like this happens and there's an awful lot of police in the area. So what's the feeling generally? among people who live nearby? I think people are concerned. Obviously, um, we now know that the girl is 16 and and I I imagine if you've got children of a very similar age, um, that's quite unnerving. Um, But I think that um, over and above that, we're just waiting for the police to give us some more information. Lauren, thanks ever so much. In a statement, DCI Neil Kimber has said we're keen to piece together the victim's last known movements and would urge anyone who has information to make contact. We've got details at kentonline.co.uk on how you can do that. You'll also find there any updates on this story. Kent Online News. Other top stories from today and efforts are being made to try and stop the pandemic from bringing the country to a halt. Lots of businesses have been struggling due to large numbers of staff having to isolate after coming into contact with someone who's tested positive for COVID. Well now, fully vaccinated staff in 16 essential industries will be able to avoid quarantine if they're contacted by the NHS app. The sectors include the emergency services, energy and water, food production, medical suppliers, essential transport, border control and local government. Nadra Ahmed is from the Medway-based National Care Association. She'd expected care home workers to be on that list too. Every single day you know, we are consistently getting messages uh, from providers saying that that they're really worried about the staffing situation. You know, we're already understaffed as it is. We've got vacancies all across the country. I've heard, you know, 30% of staff 
have been uh, isolating. We've had quite high numbers in some services because, of course, staff go out together and they work together. So, so it's 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 quite challenging at the moment. Well, we've been asking on our socials today if you think people who've been double jabbed should still have to isolate if they're pinged. Nicola Medhurst Robinson has put on Facebook, I think double jabbed people should be allowed to continue with their daily life all the time they're testing negative. It's not compulsory, so do a lateral flow test each day till the isolation period would be up and only isolate if you're positive. Just stay away from vulnerable people and reduce social contact till the time is up. It's not difficult to work that out. Caro Mags has added, we're both double jabbed but now having to self-isolate due to being pinged stuck at home with four young kids who are bored out of their minds and others just get to carry on regardless i think i'll be deleting the app or will be housebound for yet another summer sophie nash has said yep as you can still contract or spread it either do no isolation at all or isolation for all finally Anne louise bodicum says i've had seven tests in as many days taking part in a pilot scheme testing daily at my workplace I'd rather do that than isolate. The government have wasted so much money employing people to enforce rules they don't even understand. It's a farce. Well, meantime, just as schools break up for the summer, a study has found that daily testing is an effective alternative to self-isolating entire classes. Since children went back after the lockdown earlier this year, A single positive case has resulted in whole groups of children spending 10 days having to learn from home. Steve Chalk is head of the Oasis Academies Trust, which runs schools in Gillingham and Sheppey. He says it's crucial pupils don't miss more learning. We have 30,000 students altogether, but 15 to 20 percent of those have been missing at any one time over the last few weeks with bubbles going home and coming back, year groups going home and coming back. And in some cases, been cases it's been really hard to keep the schools open at all our fear is about the next academic year if you think that a year a year nine i.e somebody in the third year of secondary school they've missed year seven the first year or bits of it large chunks of it they've missed large chunks of year eight they're now going into their third year of secondary school without the experience of being a team, being together, learning together. Uh, this it has so many impacts on the life opportunities and the development of almost every young person, and particularly those who have been most disadvantaged. So we have to do something different. And this piece of research from Oxford, Oxford sounds like a sensible one. And good news. Well, the policy of self-isolating entire bubbles is being scrapped ahead of the new academic year. And finally, on COVID today, latest figures show the number of people in hospital with coronavirus in Kent has doubled in the space of a week. 61 patients are now being treated across the county and infections have risen by 80%, with more than 7,300 cases in the seven days to last September. More than a million people have now had both doses of a COVID vaccine. That's nearly 7 in 10 adults, and at the moment deaths remain low. Kent Online reports. A member of a people smuggling gang linked to the deaths of 39 Vietnamese nationals found dead in a lorry container near the Dartford Crossing in Essex has been ordered to pay the bereaved families £3,000. The bodies, which included two 15-year-old boys, were discovered at an industrial estate in October 2019. Seven men were jailed for a total of nearly 93 years for their involvement in January. 
A Maidstone nightclub that was badly damaged in a fire last week is planning to reopen tonight. The huge blaze at Moomoo destroyed a large part of the building on Week Street. Staff have apparently been working 24 hours a day to salvage rooms next door so they can make the most of COVID restrictions being lifted. There are calls for extra police patrols in part of West Kent to deal with antisocial behaviour. People living in Cranbrook say teenagers have been smashing windows, streetlights and bus shelters with catapults and ball bearings. In the most recent case, a car was tipped on its side in the co-op car park. Fights have also been breaking out on overcrowded trains on the Kent coast. We're told there's been a rise in reports of antisocial behaviour and violence from commuters during the hot weather this month. Well, Kent's Police and Crime Commissioner is calling on the government to rethink a decision not to give a pay rise to police officers in the county. It's after it was announced that NHS workers would be offered a 3% rise to recognise their efforts during the pandemic, but police would see their pay frozen. Matthew Scott has been speaking to Lucy. Well, I'm asking that police officers get the same treatment uh, as firefighters and NHS workers in receiving a pay rise this year. I think that given the work that they've done during the pandemic to keep us safe, as well as carrying on their normal duties, means that it's only fair that they get one. So I'm calling for parity with other blue light colleagues and that police officers and staff do get a pay rise. And what has it been like for police officers during this pandemic? And and why do you think they deserve an increase in pay? I think that they've uh, had to manage an ever-changing situation with different lockdown rules and regulations, with having different requirements placed upon them, with regards to COVID-19, as well as the fact that some people have been using COVID-19 as a weapon against our police officers when it comes to assaults. Um, and that's on top of the fact that they're out there dealing with an increase in antisocial behaviour, dealing with the increase in domestic violence as well. And what kind of response have you had from, from the public or what, what have you seen around for, from people who, you know, appreciate police officers' work and maybe are quite upset about them not getting a pay rise? I think it has had an impact on police officers and staff. I've received uh, a lot of support for the stance that I've taken because I think people see it is an issue of fairness. They see that people in the NHS and in fire are receiving a pay rise and police officers uh, feel like they've been uh, singled out uh, as to not receive one, which is just uh, you know, not consistent with what we're doing for blue light workers. So uh, I think that the Treasury should listen. I think they should fund a pay rise for uh, our police officers as soon as possible. And I know the government have said that, you know, we just can't afford these pay rises. Do you think that's an acceptable excuse? Well, I think I think the Treasury could find the money if it wanted to. Uh, I think that the Chancellor should have a look again at this and, and step in uh, and fund a pay rise for policing. I think the case uh, is there. Uh, and I think that given all of the other projects which the government has been finding money for, Uh, during the course of the last 18 months and is planned for the future, uh, I think that a pay rise to acknowledge the efforts of police officers and staff could be found by the Treasury if they wanted to. Kent Online reports. An investigation is being carried out after a cat was found dead and mutilated in Faversham. The one-year-old called Peanut was discovered in Smedley Road not far from its home. Its owners fear a cat killer is on the loose. Police say at this stage they don't know what caused its injuries. A weather warning for strong winds has been issued for Kent this afternoon. Forecasters say gusts of up to 55 miles per hour could cause disruption until midnight. Another yellow alert for thunderstorms will be enforced for most of the weekend, with heavy rain potentially leading to flooding. 
Harding. Friends of Amy Winehouse say they want to remember the great bits about her rather than focus on the bad. Today marks 10 years since the Grammy award-winning singer died from alcohol poisoning in her North London home. She was just 27. Friend and musician Jules Holland, who lives in Medway, says she was one of the best. She was like a friend that you want to have as a friend because she was amusing and fun. And on top of all that, when she opened her mouth and started singing, she, she could sing anything and it would make you love the song. The first flats to be built on the former Pleasure Armour site in Ramsgate are nearly finished. The land on the seafront was left derelict for around 20 years, but residents are about to move in. Work on the Royal Sands development started last year and when it's completely finished, there'll be more than 100 luxury apartments, a 60-bed hotel and leisure facilities. An outdoor cinema which offers views over the English Channel is returning to Kent this month. The lineup of films at Folkestone Harbour Arms Big Screen will begin with Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope next Thursday night. The Lion King, Top Gun, Shrek, Finding Nemo and Nomadland will all follow over the coming weeks. And three years after her first album, Amber Marie's finally released her second. Therapy features collabs with KSI, Little Mix and Niall Horan. She was on KMFM Breakfast with Gary and Laura earlier and admitted it's about time. Long time coming because my first album was three years ago. So very amazing. strange. Really amazing. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a, a, a journey really, to be honest. I think two songs on it I wrote in 2019, but the rest I've written during you know the past year and a half so it's been a been a weird time but a great time to write music now of course this song is with little mix kiss my uh oh which we are absolutely loving so tell us a little bit about that how did the collab come about obviously you and the girls are good friends when did you decide to kind of work together and stuff oh it was so cool to to work with them yeah it's been a collaboration really it's been spoken about for like the past two years every time we've seen each other we would say come on, let's get in the studio, let's write a song. And I was listening to Kiss My Auto, which was originally a solo song. And I was like, why am I doing this on my own? Like, the Little Mix Girls would sound... Lazy. Lazy, I know. The Little Mix Mix Girls just would kill this. So I sent it to Leanne and I said, let me know if you like this. It's going on the album already, but just let me know what you think. And she came back and was like, we love it, going to vocal it. And they made it so good that we made it a single so yeah thanks to them amazing that is great working with a girl band the biggest girl band that there is uh did it make you think i could have worked in a girl band it would have been good i mean (laughs) maybe you have in the dim and distant past right now but who would be in your ideal girl band lineup Um, with you the I no. <laughs> I, listen, I have enough struggle trying to decide with myself what to do, let alone three other people. <laughs> I, I think I'm okay on my own. Uh, you've been all over our telly boxes as well, Anne Marie. Oh, well, all over the the goggle boxes yeah. as well. Yeah. Do you know what? Uh, I I love goggle box. When I got that email, to be on it, I, my my manager didn't even have to ask me what the what the response would be. She just said yes straight away. You're on the settee, of course, with Tom Jones and Ed yeah. Sheeran. Who was better? Ooh. See, this is a hard one because Tom Jones, I just love because he's a ledge. And with Ed, I hadn't actually seen him in real life for so long Aww. that it was just nice to see him and spend yeah. time with him. If you missed their chat, you can hear the full thing at kmfm.co.uk.
Kent Online Sport. The opening ceremony at the Tokyo Olympics has taken place. Seven athletes from Kent will be competing at the Games, which should have taken place last year but were delayed because of COVID. Boxer Siobhan Clark from Gravesend will be the first in action. It's claimed some girls in Kent are being effectively banned from playing football. Following a vote, those who play in the Junior Premier League on Saturdays can no longer feature for a different team in a league that plays on Sundays. Critics say it's not fair as the same rules don't apply to boys. Chris Crouch is coach for MFA Under-16s Girls and assistant coach for Kings Hill Under-16s. He's been speaking to our colleagues at KMTV. Um, the girls, and this will go from all of them, the main thing is they just want to play football. That's all they want to do. It's nothing to do with being an elitist or anything like that. They just want to make sure that they can socialise, meet friends, play football and obviously try and put the last 12 to 15 months behind them, which has been a very difficult time for them all. The girls and ladies league say the change was suggested a number of weeks ago and all clubs had the chance to have a say. Staying with football and tickets have gone on sale for Gillingham's first home game in front of fans in almost 18 months. They'll welcome championship side Millwall to Priestfield in a pre-season friendly next Tuesday. The squad are back training together after a Covid outbreak meant they had to isolate and cancel a number of warm-up games. And in cricket, Kent have lost their opening one-day cup match against Durham at Beckenham. The Spitfires struggled in the heat yesterday and were beaten by 103 runs. They travelled to take on Worcestershire Rapids in their next match on Sunday. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus, you can subscribe to the IM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk. Have a fantastic weekend. We'll be back on Monday. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.